Hey, 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 you guys. I'm just so excited to have another special guest here on Black Canvas. And if you guys have not heard of JB before, this is going to be a treat. He actually doesn't know this, but he's my last guest of season six of Black Canvas. And so I'm going to be doing season seven later this week. But I wanted to end off on a positive note because I love his music. I'm a huge fan. And so I thought this would be great for us to talk to someone who I respect and I think is going to be one of the game changers in the music industry. And he's cradled by Southern influence of gospel and soul. He's an Alabama, Alabama native, excuse me, guys, um, who has always had an affinity for music that connects people to themselves, each other, and to a higher power. He grew up in a church, inspired him to make music that it makes a difference for others, um, but it made it hard for him to be able to live his true authentic self and express his sexuality. Since the age of eight years old, music allowed an escape for JB that he couldn't find in church. However, it wasn't until 2016, after the unfortunate passing of his sister, that he decided to take a leap into music professionally. He credits some amazing artists that I love, which one is Sam Smith, we just kind of talked about before the show, Joni Mitchell, and many others as some of his inspirations when writing and creating music. Now based permanently in Nashville, JB aims to utilize his platform to encourage others to live freely and love every part of their identity and journey because everyone was created with a purpose. And I just am so grateful to have you here, JB, as a guest on Black Canvas. Thank you so much for being here today. Dariel, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here today. Man, you have no idea. The honor is actually mine because I, I love his music, you guys. And the great thing is, is that we're going to talk about some questions. And they might be some titles that he may be aware of. So we're going to see how well JB does under pressure. So I'm going to do some fast Fast money, quote unquote, <laughs> questions. Let's let's do it. I'm all about being on the fly, so that's great. Let's go for it. So we're gonna leave it behind, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it behind. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I have a first question for you. It's there for me, which is a song that I love, you guys. If y'all haven't checked it out, please check out his video on YouTube and please support and follow and like and subscribe to JB's music. But the actual title there for me really stood out to me. So I created this question of if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to young JB? Ooh, oh my gosh. Um, golly, that's such a good question. There's so many things. I wish I could just have like coffee with younger JB, um, like high school age and just tell him, Hey, everything's going to be okay. And I know right now you don't understand what's going on in your life and your feelings and all these emotions and all these things that you're experiencing, but you are your purpose to do something super big and you don't even know it yet, but you're going to see the fruition of that, you know, come to pass very soon <laughs> in music and in your life in general. And I just stay the course and um, know that you're loved. I think that's what I'd say to my younger self. <laughs> There's so many other things I want to say, Jerry, but uh, that would be that would be the main thing to say. Yeah, I love that. I mean, and I think your younger self would be so proud of the journey you've made and, and 
with it being, of course, Pride Month, I think it's just so amazing that you have an opportunity to kind of share and talk about um, things you've experienced in your life. But your music, like I said, it just, it transcends. And I feel like no matter who's listening to it, it's about the connection of the artist, the artistry, and what you're trying to portray to the listening you know, audience. And so I love that. Like 100%. for me, I'm like, hey, if I can hear someone and I get excited just listening to the tone of their voice or the message that they're trying to share, that to me is just a win-win. So I love it. Oh, thank you. Hell yeah. I'm all for it. So, that's To me, that's the thing. Like I want people to connect um, with my music on a deeper level than just, you know, it sounds good. Like it, 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 it brings out this emotion, you know, that I think only music can do. And it's an honor when that is some of my music that people are saying that about, you know? So thanks for that. I really appreciate that. Oh, no problem at all, JB. You remind me a lot of Harry Styles as well, because one thing I love about his music, I just mentioned this on another podcast episode, is like Falling is my favorite Harry Styles song. But it just shows like he can do watermelon, watermelon Sugar High as a song one minute. And then he can do, you know, that type of song. And then Golden, I mean, I could list a lot of his songs that he's done. And just even where he was in One Direction. And I love artists like that. I love, you know, seeing that transition. And that's one thing I, when I hear your music, I could see you being able to do different types of things. And I know we have an EP coming up, which I'm going to let you plug at the end. So hopefully yes. we'll be able to really learn more about those songs for sure. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about leaving behind. Now, this is when I'm going to throw him off. He's not expecting this question. But can you tell us, um, JB, what went into writing the song? And is there a specific lyric from the song that stands out to you? Uh, yes. So <laughs> what went into writing the song? So I am, I'm not single, just letting you know, I am dating someone and he and I have been seeing each other for a while. And as most relationships, uh, we do have tiffs, I'll say. We don't really like have full on blowout meltdowns, but we, um, we do disagree sometimes. And so this was inspired by one of those nights that we had a disagreement and then I had a write the next morning. And so I was mainly thinking about how, one, we always, we, we rarely see in situations in, in relationships where people just are able to move on very quickly. Like one of the persons in the relationship has to, you know, hold on to something. I am the type of person that is very much forgive and forget. <laughs> so this situation in general was very cutty. So I won't even go through into like the detail of the, the tiff, but we um, resolved it. And I was just thinking, I was like, man, sometimes I just wish we could just leave it behind and not even think about it. Cause sometimes um, he'll bring it up and I'm like, why are we still talking about this? <laughs> this happened months ago. Um, and in terms of the lyrics that stand out, well, oh, sorry, I just want to say real quick, the, the main focus of the song is that, regardless of the fights and regardless of the kind of things that we go through as a couple, I want him to always know that I love him deeply and know that I am for him in every situation, even when we are seemingly against one another. Right. So that's the whole, that's the whole hope of it. 
Um, and the, the main line that I love that stands out is the, uh, the beginning of the second verse. Um, and it just says, I want your heartbreak and your history. I want every, you know, I want all of you. I don't care like what, what you've done in the past, what we've, what we've experienced together in the past. Like, I just want, I want all of you. So, yeah. I love that. I feel like that just shows people that relationships are about work. And I think like when you are working on yourself, yes. then you're able to say, hey, this is what I'm I'm expecting of me in this relationship versus what I expect of us. Because I feel like that happens a lot in relationships that people have higher expectations of what they expect the other person to do, or they're not willing to listen or be empathetic um, with other people's feelings. And so even if it's something when, let's use example, JB, like you say, hey, I'm more forgive and forget. You know, the great thing about relationships that opposites do attract and, you know, if someone is holding on to it, then that's just showing they have such love for you, even in a tiff, that they're willing to work on it, even if they bring it up multiple times, it can be really difficult. But you're like, hey, this person loves me enough to fight for the relationship. And that's great. And I'm all about people loving each other, respecting each other, but also working towards something that is meaningful. So I'm just so glad that you have found that person and I just want you to be able to be happy. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, no problem. Thanks for that. It's, it's definitely one of those, it's one of those things where like, I think, um, we, we can sometimes get bogged down by the, the bad of the situation and forget all the amazing times in relationships. And so that to me, um, always needs to be at the forefront of our minds. So I know this isn't like a relationship talk. This is more about like music and stuff, but this is real life. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I would say. Just remember the good times, and they they always outweigh the bad, um, regardless of the the situation. So I love that. So I have another question for you. Different people. So what is something people seem to misunderstand about you that you would like to clarify at this time? Oh gosh, um, I think people uh, when they first meet me. <laughs> can think that I'm really, uh, I'll just say it. People can say I'm a bitch (laughs) and, um, which is fine. Like, I don't really like to come off that way, but really I'm such a teddy bear and just a a loving person. Um, you know, I think my friends say that I'm sometimes standoffish, but it's just cause I have resting bitch face, um, when I'm not smiling. (laughs) So you know, I think uh, just clarifying that with people. I love people so much. I'm a golden retriever at heart, honestly. So <laughs> now that is a mantra that we can all live by. Like I'm a golden retriever at heart. <laughs> yes, I'm a golden retriever at heart. I love people. Love to be around people. I love that. So yeah, I will definitely say for myself, I'm definitely an introverted person, but my job, I have to be extroverted. So I do exert a lot of energy in my career and in my job choice. But yeah, I'm more of a homebody, stay to myself kind of person. And so some people will say, oh, you know, he doesn't really go out and do a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, that's just not interesting to me um, like others. And I love it. So if I go to a concert, Definitely, I'm going to be so exhausted like the next day and a half because I'm going to be like so tired from, you know, singing, dancing, whatever, for however long. And so that to me is is exciting enough, you know, and then I'll need some time to kind of recuperate. But yeah, we all handle things differently. And I think like, unfortunately, people wear a mask 
And sometimes you'll see someone who's smiling and they really are dealing with a lot of pain. So I love that you said, hey, I may look this way, but I really have a genuine loving heart where there's some people who are pretending, oh, everything's great. And they really are just not happy with themselves. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Their appearance and getting to know someone before you make a, before you pass judgment. I think that's so important in life in general. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Now I have a hard question. This one might be an emotional one, but I think it's it's something we need to talk about. So the title for this next question is hurt you. Um, how would you define the word hurt? And have you how have you learned to heal parts of you that may have been broken from traumatic situations from your past? Yeah, I mean, well, I'll just say for this song, um, originally, like I wrote it and it was mainly just an experiment for me to be able to try something new, more dance focused, kind of Sam Smith vibe, you know, and uh, I never really thought I would write something similar to that. And then um, I, as I listened to the song more, um, I realized that my sister would have been very proud of that piece and she would have probably loved it. She would have had it on repeat because she loves house music. She loves dance music, all that kind of stuff. Um, Sadly, she's no longer with us. She passed away in 2016, but she is definitely um, still with me in spirit and has uh, spurred me on to my goals and dreams and music. And so I'm really thankful for the life um, and the roles she played in my life. But in terms of divining hurt, you know, I think, I think hurt, being hurt um, comes in so many different ways, shapes and forms and, and severity. And I think for me, um, looking at my sister as an example, I think she was really hurt, man. And I think that uh, just those that are, are dealing with, um, I'll just go ahead and say she, she uh, passed away from an overdose, um, from addictions to drugs. And uh, I think she was masking a lot of pain, right? And so it's ironic that I, um, not ironic. It's just wild that I would have dedicated a song like this to her, just not even thinking about this until this moment of this pain that she was feeling and this hurt that she was experiencing, um, and masking with, with drugs and, you know, uh, a multitude of different, uh, substances, but she, um, I think she really taught me what it meant to be free and be, uh, loving to people and, to have an open mind about others. And I I definitely miss her, you know, every day. And I think um, me living on and doing music and honoring her memory and her artistry, because she was an artist too, not in the uh, musical form. She could sing, but she was a, uh, um, a visual artist. She was a painter, you know, she was also a dancer, ballerina. She was fluent in so many different languages, so intelligent, but um, I think me being able to live on and, and live through that artistry is what is, has been very rewarding to me, you know, to know that she is um, still living, living on through my, um, my music and all the escapades that I'm trying to achieve, you know? So I hope I answered the question. <laughs> you, you did. And I, I wanted to give you a suggestion, JB, this is, if you are interested in maybe doing this as a, um, you know, in memory of your sister, I thought what might be a really cool concept if you choose to do like another music video um, soon. Um, do you have any in the works of like a new song or something coming up soon? 
So I don't have anything right now, but I could, you know, I can work on it for sure. What's your idea? I'd love to hear. Okay. So yeah, what I was thinking was, is like you having you like driving in a car and like traveling to different like mm-hmm. studios. So like an art studio here and like mm-hmm. a music studio, like just have you going different places. And in each place that you're going, like you are leaving mm-hmm. a piece of her there. So like having like, if it's like a, let's say if it's a picture that you mm-hmm. have different pieces and then at the end, you kind of collect the pieces together and like tape them. And then that's just a part of you. Like in there that you go on, like, let's say like you're in front on a stage that may be the last Love part that. of the, the scene and then having the open chair. Yeah. With Love someone that. holding the picture, maybe another family member or friend or someone holding the picture or maybe making copies of the picture where they have other people sitting there and they, they're showing you the picture that they're part of that journey with you. And she's there and just having a spotlight in the chair of just like holding that picture. Love that. Love that. Love that. I will I will write that down, give you credit. <laughs> But I, I thank you. I, I, I want it to be for you because I, I know the hardest struggles of losing people. Actually, one of my cousins um, completed suicide um, not too long ago, or actually a few weeks ago. And it was just really difficult um, because, you know, when we don't talk to people as often and you hear the news, it's just hard to, to take it in. And yeah, I, I've so had my sorry. own struggles in life. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. But it just... It, it just hits you from out of nowhere sometimes. And with grief, um, what people feel to realize with grief is that you start to experience things normally weeks to months after. And that's normally when you have people who are not there checking on you as much. And I always say, check on your friends and family three to six months to a year after, um, because you really forget um, how hard it is to accept the loss, but also that we're going to deal with pain and grief for the remainder of our lives. We just, it doesn't have to be as severe as when we initially were given the news or experience. So true. Yeah. But yeah, I I really I want to honor her. What's what is what was her name, JB? Her name was Summer. Yeah. S-O-M-E-R. So that's um part of the namesake. So my stage name is JB Summers. That's not my real name, but my uh my yeah so my mom's name my mom's last name was summers before she got married her maiden name and that's where my sister's name came from so i'm kind of honoring her by um having that as my last name so for my stage i love name. that yeah so maybe that could be something you can come up with a song and then oh for sure and i've written so many songs about her believe me over the years Man. since it's happened so many songs I'm excited to write more for sure. And I hope one day to be able to, you know, release some of these songs that I've written in the past. I just thought of something like a title, maybe of an EP in the future, like a summer's day. And then- love that. That's great. <laughs> this is a brainstorming session, Daryl. <laughs> I-, I love it. I-, I love one thing about me. I love being creative. And, and so if there's a way I can assist, I just want you to, to, become who you want to become as an artist but also for people to respect the art and so when I saw your videos like I said I, I'm a visual person and so I was like oh wow he has a creative mind similar to mine and so I want to be able to give you as many tips that I think that might be helpful and then hopefully whoever the director can put it to light that will be great all right so JB I have another question for you so we're going to go with 
closest I've ever been. So who is one of your favorite artists growing up? And if you had the opportunity to perform live with this artist, what venue would you perform in and what song would you choose to sing a duet? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> this is difficult because I have so many people, it's changed over the years, obviously, like my taste in music and stuff. But um, gosh, I think that I would um, absolutely keel over if I were able to sing um, a duet with, I know people probably won't know this person, so I'll do two people. Um, Brooke Frazier, if I was ever able to sing with her, she's a, she's mainly known like in the Christian sector of things, of, of music. And, uh, but she's a phenomenally talented artist. Um, so if I got to sing with her and sing, um, what song is it? I'm trying to remember the song. I'd have to go back and look it up, but it's, she has a duet out with some specific person and I, I'd have to remember what it is, but um, I would sing with her, but a modern day version of somebody that I would sing with would be like Maggie Rogers. Um, I love Maggie Rogers so, so much. And I appreciate her artistry and she came at such an interesting time uh, in my life. And 2018, I think 2017, 2018 is when I, first um found her and i was absolutely obsessed from that point on but i would um sing with her i would sing her song falling water that is my favorite 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 song um by her uh oh and i found the song for brooke fraser so i would sing who are we fooling it's probably one of my favorite duets of all time but anyways yeah i gave you two i'm sorry <laughs> Oh, it's okay. I love to. That that sounds yeah. great. Now I know Maggie Rogers. I've heard her music before. I don't know, know yes. her, but I've heard her, and I'm like, wow, this is a talent. I mean, she is phenomenal. She is JB. She is phenomenal. I'm thinking if it was me, everyone knows, of course, Tori Kelly would be the person I would choose. And the song that I love is Paper Hearts, which is my favorite Tori Kelly song. Love that. And if I had to choose a male artist. It probably would be, oh, this is hard. I probably would say Stevie Wonder, of course. I mean, how can you not choose Stevie Wonder? Love that. And I probably would choose Living in the City because that's just a song that always makes me laugh. So good. All right. So, JB, so let's kind of talk about that for you. So musical influences did you have anyone growing up that you were like wow this person really has influenced me when I first started in my career yeah so um the biggest thing for me was that most of my life has been spent in the church which has been great it was really awesome for me to have a foundation and really understand who I am as a person you know the piece of my sexuality was kind of the the worst (laughs) aspect that wasn't really realized until later um but now I feel like I'm the most complete I've ever been really in, uh, in, in, in uh, myself and being confident in who I am as a person. Um, Cause I'm allowing every piece to speak to my music and stuff like that. But I would say when I was growing up, Joel Houston and Brooke Frazier were two. Um, I think she goes by Brooke Learwood now, but those two people really influenced my artistry because I, I listened to their songs and yes, it's Christian stuff. I know not everybody's going to be, hundred percent on board with that kind of music, but 
the words that they wrote with really inspired me to always have meaning and purpose behind the lyrics. Um, number one, and then the musicality that they brought to the table was always so excellent. Um, I would say some more, um, uh, modern day versions would be like Hosier. Hosier is a major influence in my life. I think in terms of that same reasoning behind the lyrics of a song being so paramount over everything else and always having a, uh, you know, being free with the kind of lyrics that we choose to write with. I think we can box ourselves in too often. And he just, he lives outside of the box in his own world in the way that he writes. And it's just so beautiful. So yeah, I, I think those would be some people. And then Joni Mitchell, of course, she's such a major influence in my life later on in life. When I was in college, I really discovered her. Um, Cause I didn't really listen to her when I was growing up. It just wasn't, wasn't part of my, my daily listens, but Joni Mitchell, love her. Very thankful for her music. I love those choices. I mean, I think of Logic. I love him. Like I love, love. he is someone who I really am inspired by because of the message that he delivers. But then I think of like Macklemore, another, you know, just sharing experiences. I think of, um, if I go further back, Kurt Cobain, of course, was one of my favorite artists growing up. And so I just remember listening, you know, to Kurt Cobain and just, just having that emotional connection. Lauren Hill, who I love. I mean, if I ever met Lauren Hill, that would just be like the life changing experience for me because oh, yeah. the miseducation of Lauren Hill is still one of the best albums of all time, in my opinion. Um, but I remember just listening to her um, when she did, of course, Sister Act 2 and just his eyes on the sparrow. There's something about that. And when my grandmother passed, we were actually in the limo and that song started to play. And it always makes me cry every time I hear it. Um, and I'll just never forget just watching the movie and just being connected to just how she sung that song. And that's always one of my favorite yes. gospel songs. That is one of my favorite moments in like movie history. It's like burned in my memory where she's just at the piano and her friend comes in and they sing together. Oh my gosh. Like phenomenal moment. Right. And then um, when the, the nun comes up and like, keep going, keep going. And she looks like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I know. I love that part. All right. So JB, I'll have a few more questions for you. So this is one I think will be fun for you. Um, can you come up with a mantra to describe the year 2022? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> just keep swimming. That's what it feels like. <laughs> just keep swimming because, you know, we just came out of, we're still, I mean, we kind of are out of it. We aren't at the same time because COVID's still a thing. It's just less publicized. Right. But um, like the world has been shut down for like almost two years. And so we've like, I feel like people are so tired. Right. Um, but I think at this point, it's not the time to give up. It's time to keep pressing in and keep pushing. And, and really for me, like this is, this has been, I I feel like this is a really pivotal year um, for me as an artist. And I've had so much like engagement and response to music that I've put out and I'm looking forward to the next step for sure. So yeah, for me, and I feel like for the rest of the world, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. There'll be some reprieve soon. I love that. If I came up with one, I probably would say is that happiness is on the horizon. Oh, yes. I love that. All right. 
So I have only two more questions for you, JB, and we're going to let you go. So what's next for you, and how can our listeners find you online? Yeah, so what's next for me? Uh, in a couple of days, I'm releasing my first ever EP. I'm so excited to have a collection of work. It's kind of mind-boggling, and um, I have to pinch myself every morning. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's coming out. Um, <laughs> it's wild. And it's called They Say I've Changed. It's four songs. It's very simple. Um, two of the songs have already come out. There for me and Leave It Behind. Um, and I got two more on there, Knocking On Your Door and um, Feel It. Both very um, different songs, I will say. In terms of what's next after that, I don't know. I'm going to be writing some more music. I've been writing some more music. So I'm going to have something come out in the fall. I'm excited about that. It'll be either an EP or a couple singles. Um, yeah. And then how can you connect with me? You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Um, all of them are JB Summers, JB S O M E R S. And, uh, or you can go to my website, jbsummers.com and you can connect with me there. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> this has been such a pleasure, JB. Like I have had such a great time talking with you on the show. I'm just so excited to have you back. Hopefully in the near future, um, we, I've talked to JB. Yes, please. And he said, hey, he wants to sing. So I'm just excited that you'll be back very soon. And hopefully we'll get to hear all four of those songs from the EP. And if you want to do any cover music, we'll make it work. And I'm just very excited for you and what's going to be happening soon. Thanks, Jerry. I really appreciate it. Honestly, this has been such a great time. And I love um, I love getting to talk to new people and, and getting to support you in this endeavor. And uh and being able to make a, a podcast that is um, so inclusive and so awesome. And so I'm really thankful to be here today. Thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, we thank you, JB, for being here. It's been a pleasure of mine. And I just want you to continue to be happy, healthy, doing what you love to do, having people support you in your endeavors. And just remember to take each moment in and appreciate it. Um, because as we get older, we sometimes forget those experiences or we, we're so quick at trying to reach certain pinnacles of success that we don't appreciate what it took to get there. And that'll be my one tip for you is as you continue to grow, because I know you're going to become really huge. Just remember those small moments and the people who supported you in those moments and just say, hey, my family and friends who care about me help get me there. My manager, all these people love me, but I love myself enough to appreciate the small moments. And I feel like once you get there, you, you'll be able to sit back and say, ah, I, I really made it. And I'm so glad that I got to this point. Thank you so much for that. That's really good advice. I really appreciate that. For real. Oh, no Thank problem. you so much. All right, JB. Well, you have a great evening and I will talk with you soon. Thank you so much. See you guys. Bye. I'm sorry.